0: Hey everyone, it's Tom Kradza, and on this episode of the Your Life, Your Terms show, Nick and I sit down with Dave Butler and Dan Patton of BM Select Mortgages. These guys know their stuff. We cover fixed rates, variable rates, banks, mortgages, lending, everything that's going on in the world. You get a fresh update on what they are seeing on the streets. And then we dive into the winning party's election, real estate election platform and give us Um, we give you our thoughts we had a lot of fun with that so we go through that on this particular episode as well and if you are listening to this and you haven't checked out our youtube channel yet you can do that at youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle hit the big subscribe button there you won't miss any of our videos you can go to youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle for those we have video episodes of this podcast now being released there we also have rockstar minutes where we do do deep dives into what we are seeing around demand and supply in the market you can find those videos there so if you are not subscribed on YouTube yet you can do that by visiting youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle that's enough with the intro let's get on with the show
1: are you ready to live life on your terms is it time to take charge real estate business building the economy health and nutrition and more it's the your life, Your term show with Tom and Nick Caradza. Are you ready? Let's go.
0: Dave and Dan are with us. Dave and Dan, if you're new to the podcast, you'll know them because they talk about mortgages. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is here as well. Dave came in shadow boxing. Dave was shadow boxing and Dan was sitting in a chair unable to move. I was, so because th- Dave punched him. <laughs> yeah, so so Dan,
2: are he you? He wasn't gonna, working hard enough. Are you going Are you going to move again? And Dave, are you at, punching Dan in the head? At some point, sciatic nerve pain is no joke. That's all I'll say. <laughs> it's, a, it's Dan's moving around like it's an been a while.
3: What a couple of weeks? No,
2: man, I'm on Months. probably week four now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah it gets it's old. Rough. I bet yeah, it's yeah. rough with setbacks. You know, like I'm not doing everything I should. You know, I.
3: Does Ashley think you're milking it so she can like one hundred percent?
2: Yeah, one hundred. The, the sympathy, the sympathy, the sympathy disappears after I stop listening to what she says. You know what I mean? Are
0: you sleeping on an angle right now, or yeah,
2: that's the tr- that's the whole point? Is the sleeping's the problem because during the dance, not so bad. If I'm sitting in a chair like this, even though there's still pressure on the lower back, it's really the leg that hurts the most. So when I'm sitting, it's not so bad, but when I lie down in bed and and you sink into a bed and you start to get into that like U shape, that's now the pressure starts to kick back in, and that's the most <laughs> Painful.
0: You need one of those Dr. Ho things at Shoppers Drug Mart
2: for like 39 well, bucks. You put I those little patches on you and saying. then put the electrical shocks. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, I'm getting acupuncture, physio, chiropractic. Yeah, <laughs> but, not Ho, so Dr. Not, Dr. but not Dr. Dude, Dr. Dr. Ho. Not Dr.
0: Ho. I've been watching his infomercial yeah. for at least 20 yes. years. Well. <laughs> Dr. Ho is
2: legit. <laughs> yeah. I used to love watching infomercial. i had a weird thing when I was a kid. I liked watching Oh, like, my! When I came home
3: late at night, because yeah. I was the only thing on, I, yeah. I can't tell you how many infomercials I watched. Yeah.
2: Ron Popeil, the
0: pasta maker. Oh, my God. The last great one was uh slap, drop. slap chop slap chop was drop. the last great I one remember i remember like
1: it from the, new era. the yeah. new era yeah he was yeah, the, the new era tony pra-
3: robbins man tony robbins was the old one i saw that yeah. personal power infomercial like yep. 100 times yep
2: mm-hmm.
0: i remember the last version of that had the guys who did the mma clothing what was it um, tap out. Tap out. tap out yeah they were like students of tony robbins remember they were on it Proactive went really big because Proactive started getting like Justin Bieber and all these big celebrities. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, how much are they spending yeah. to get this? yeah, It's so-
2: interesting though because influencers and now, you know, that was a little bit ahead of its time because now that's every day you pay people on Instagram or Facebook to, to, do, to do the same thing that they were doing back then. but oh, dude, Less the, exposure. The is- best
0: marketers are infomercials because they ha- they're paying for the TV slot. They yeah. have to make the sales. They're yeah. measuring everything. Yeah. So you watch an infomercial. So what I'm saying, guys, is if you guys want to do more mortgages, get the Slap Chop out and just start slapping that we're, thing around. We're,
2: we're, we're working on a mortgage infomercial. Yet, we'll announce that <laughs> later it's gotta on. It's got to be with <laughs> the Slap Chop. It's to be great. Coming yeah.
4: soon. With Dave
0: shadowboxing in the background <laughs> yeah. and Dan just sitting on the chair. <laughs> yeah, in massive
4: <laughs> back pain. <laughs> <unable> to, <laughs> yeah, it,
0: uh, What What's going on in the – what's the latest – we're going to dive into the federal election and – you know, liberals want, let's go through their thing. But what are you guys seeing on the streets right now? Busy with mortgages, yeah. refinances. What are the rates you're
2: seeing? Give us like the high level stuff. Um, you want me to field this one, Mr. Butler? Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, volume is insane, right? Like the market's crazy. So what I notice more is everything's a rush. You know, everything just moves at such a different pace than where it did when we first got into mortgages and real estate. I've been doing this for... 20 years now, I've never seen a pace like this, you know, 30 days. People are like, what? 30 days? I can't wait 30 days for my refinance. It's like, well, refis take, you know, 30, 60 days, you know, nowadays, you know, appraisers, you know, you have to consider the appraisers timeline. You know, it's not when we get clients that come to us and say, look, I want to put an offer on a property and close it in two, three weeks. They think it's just us, but we have to take into consideration the lawyer's time, the appraiser's time, you know, staff times, you know, staff need vacation. Sometimes people aren't there and we're short staff. So there's just, there's a lot more pressure. You know, I think we're built for that. Like our office in particular, just because we're used to it. But it's, it's, it's a tough business to be in now. Much tougher than it used Why to be. Why was it,
0: was it shorter or longer than 60 or 90 days before? What did you well, say, 30 you just, or 60 You minute? had
2: more time. You had more time, you know, the, the, the pressure of, you know, nowadays, especially investors, They want access to money and they want it quick because they're putting offers on properties and they want to close quickly because they want to move on to the next property or the next project. So, you know, when you combine heavy volume coming into banks, you know, the banks aren't out there hiring more staff to support all the new volume that's coming in. So their staff are overworked. Their staff gets behind, you know, a deal that maybe an underwriter could have worked on in a day or two is now taking, you know, three to five days for them to review it. You know, an appraiser that might have been able to get out there in a day or two is now taking longer. You know, we have to sometimes hold up on a file because we need clarity on income or down payment. Things like that can, if you're not clear on that stuff up front, can lead to massive problems on the back well, end. What, so, are
0: Boseman. the banks telling you why they're not hiring? Like this. Well, back- I mean, yeah, it's here's the
4: thing.
1: I mean, up until COVID hit, I mean, it was a pretty gradual pace. But even then, like in my opinion, <clears throat> excuse me, the Appraisers, banks, um, you know, even some lawyer offices, I don't feel like they were building for the scale. Like is your work. voice deeper than normal? <coughs> I feel like no, Dave, 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 Dave has yeah. radio. No, you can use the radio. voice. Use the Dave hold radio voice. That's, that's totally fine. I Literally, I don't know. I this is it's,
0: Dave. Should, I think it's the should, mic. Is this, this, this mic is makes d- me sound really cool. This is cool. Dave Butler of wow. BM Select.
3: Should, should we all be speaking like <laughs> this? Yes. Is this
1: how I? Hold on. <clears throat> now I feel like that's my normal voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> <laughs> I can't speak I did have normally. something in my throat. Um yeah, no, it's just I, I it was one of the things like as Dan and I were building our company and what like and we're working with you guys and you guys are building your company, um, we were always building it to be able to handle and service the customers in the right way. So as you guys are growing, we're growing, but I noticed like like you guys, we were always trying to staff up, staff up, staff up, not get ourselves into a point where you're getting these kind of customer service complaints. The thing I've noticed unfortunately is with appraisers, some lawyer offices, um you know, uh, the banks, which is really the the key thing there, they were not looking at it the same way our companies were. So they looked at it more of a, well, wait till the fire gets to the third floor and then we'll try to put it out. But for now, the fire's on the first floor, so we're all safe. And that was the way they ran their businesses. And you would think that banks would do it differently, but um, it's just not the way it happened. And then what happened with COVID is now hiring freezes across the board there was so much uncertainty i mean even in your guys business our business was like oh my god what do we do now we don't do we hire more i don't know like march april was a ghost town for a while i mean you know so that was a weird thing and then all of a sudden you're going to flip it and go right to insane madness in may june and then not only that you're going to take the mortgage seasonality and the reason the real estate seasonality out of it which is as we all know Right? Spring market hits, summer's crazy. September starts to slow down a bit, get a little spike in October, and then it's like you know, that last pulse. And then now November starts to slow down. December, regular month, January. Now that was when we could make all of our moves to make our improvements. You guys could staff up, get ready for the new year. No, last year was May, June, July, August, September, October, November, January, all the way up. There was no break. There was literally no slowdown. Can you imagine? a year where December had more closings than August in the real estate world everyone would look at you and go that's crazy and then to start the year here we are thinking okay fine. January's got to slow down nope more than December okay it's got to be February February more than January it just kept going and going and going until finally I think we actually are knock on wood I don't know I mean I don't know if I'm hoping for it or not or I don't you know because we run a mortgage business' like We need a break. Everybody needs a break, and and maybe we might get that seasonality back. But to answer your question, yeah, I don't think that they made the moves, and now they're making them late. So like now, banks are hiring. It's like we we needed you in May and June of this year when it was bottleneck. Every single every single everything in in the real estate business was bottlenecked, including appraisers, banks, everything. Now only now in September and October they're starting. They're going to be addressing this.
2: And so Pe- people, you know, I've seen more people go on sick leave mental breaks than ever before. So you're not just adding stuff. You're also trying to replace staff too. that leave. You know, you got people that have been with you five, 10 years that just say, I can't handle it. You know, they got good sick benefits or whatever it is. And that's it. So it's bra- it's breaking people. That's, that's yeah. the cra- it's literally breaking people. And that, then you combine, I mean, how many times you see closings? I know you guys aren't out there selling houses, but when you're putting offers in on houses, I mean, anything outside of 30, 45 days seems like eons. Like who wants to wait 60, 90 days for a closing? That used to be almost standard, 60, 90 days. 90 on days.
1: Yeah. Two weeks. Remember two weeks, back in the day, a two-week closing was considered a quick closing. So send the deal in, get all the documents, send to the bank. Bank would do you a favor, yeah. rush the thing. Now we go to banks and on a 30-day closing and they'll send us an email and go, what are you doing about the closing day? Because there's no way we can make a 30-day yeah. closing. 30 you know, days.
4: Like,
2: three weeks to 30 days. They're like, you got to have everything in in a week or two. And, you know, clients sometimes want to play the battle of, well, I sent you pay stubs three months ago. And the bank's saying, well, we want updated pay stubs. So you, there's a lot of back and forth sometimes and, you know. It's it, it,
3: it might have been even busier if there was more inventory. Like oh, this, yeah. this fall market, <laughs> even though the numbers are, you know, they're coming back down to, you know, from where they were. And they were at an extreme high, so they couldn't stay there. But it would be busier from what we're seeing with our team it would be busier if there was just more inventory. Yep. There would be more transactions actually happening, right? Yep. And, and it's, just, they're,
2: it's just not there. When was the last time you talked to an investor buying real estate that was like, yeah, I got like five options on properties. I'm just trying to narrow it down. Oh, to, yeah, like, that's it, been you years. You know <laughs> what yeah. I mean? It's like they're just hoping to get one. Like, oh, I'm hoping my offer gets accepted. There's 20 other offers. I got to go in at, you know, X price, but can I go in firm? Like, that's... I not have, only
1: that. The only way I could win the deal was I had to give them a 30-day closing or a 25-day closing. We
0: have listing agents telling our team that they're losing out on offers exact same price nick i don't know if i told you this one yet just they like the other person's story better oh yeah that's exact same now, price huh? like exact price it, it came down to whose story they like and you know half those stories oh yeah just- yeah yeah my daughter's the same name as your daughter oh my gosh what are the chances of that i noticed a soccer ball in your garage i love
2: soccer <laughs> yeah, well i think we told you about our friend that had the issue with his realtor where they oh, yeah, wrote yeah. up the letter and they, uh, mm. you know, they wrote in the letter about, uh, oh, this is for our family and blah, blah, blah. You know, our whole family is going to move in. And turns out there was an issue on the purchase agreement about, you know, not being commercial or there, some commercial aspect or something. And yeah, cause all they su- want to use it as commercial. Yeah. And then all of a sudden <laughs> they wanted to use it as commercial. Right. So yeah. threatening to sue yeah. price yeah,
1: things- reduction and. Yeah, crazy. So, what yeah.
0: about uh, what are the rates you're seeing right now? Just ballpark, like yeah, uh, it's and, tough. And can you distinguish between <laughs> rental, you know, investor sure. or buying a property and
2: high prime. ratio? You know, you're still seeing good. So high ratio, anything less than twenty percent down, owner occupied, sometimes secondary home if you qualify, you can get in under two percent. So that, you know, roughly around there, depending on if you're going monoline lender or big bank. I like how you're just saying that matter of fact. That's five. That's five. Five years. years. Yeah. yeah, it's under. Two, yeah. I mean, we v- don't v- want to variable rent. much lower, one and a half or lower on variable. Yeah, we
3: signed a one point two. Five, is yeah. that what we said? 1.25 2, a while 5, ago. And then someone on the yep. team just got 1.15 on variable yep. uh, last week or yep. whatever. So it's just, it's, it's, you know, those just, are, I think these are renewals.
0: Both, and, you know, right? it
2: depends on whether you're doing owner occupied versus rental sure. versus, So what's the best rental rate
0: you can get, uh, fixed and variable?
2: Well, it, it, it's, it's, it's tough to answer that because the best rate is indicative of the bank that's going to approve you. Yeah, right? Okay. So it's, it's hard. Give me be, an idea. Sure. What are the rates? One and a half to 2%. Is a ver- is a fair variable rate to expect is what I tell people well, one when, and a half to two percent. Uh,
3: when you renew your mortgage, so so there's a premium when you if for a rental mm-hmm. when you get the mortgage F-
2: from
4: most banks. Okay, <laughs> from
3: all. okay, so, so from most banks. But when mm-hmm. you go to renew, there's no.
1: Yeah, there's question, a disconnect. Yeah, there's no really question
3: asking this. if it's a rental yeah, yeah. or not. So they, a, so do they still yeah. give you the premium? Or are you renewing then at like whatever the, the, the most competitive it, a rate a you, can, you can do? It's a massive
1: disconnect. And this was happening years ago when, the, when a couple of the banks started putting a premium on rentals. And then all of a sudden the renewals coming up. Clients are getting in touch with us and like normal, like, hey, let's discuss your renewal. Let's make a new plan. You know, what are we doing? And the bank, we, we would see, they would send out the renewal to the client because we'd say, hey, get the renewal from the bank, send it to us, and we'll start working it and shopping it around and everything. We're noticing the bank is actually offering an owner-occupied rate. So on the renewal side, so where the disconnect is, is that when you're getting a mortgage approved, that's from a whole different department. Yeah. When there's a renewal being done, it's actually a whole different department of the bank that's now sending those renewals out. It's literally just a department that gets a list every month of, those, of the renewals coming up, and they say... Get the keep the mortgage. They don't like losing mortgages on renewal. So they're going to say, keep the mortgage, do whatever you got to do. So we've noticed they just, there's no looking to see if that's a rental. Now, I don't know if that's changed in the last little while because I have to assume most of the time that we've, you know, we've all been in the industry for a long time. Anytime a bank or large institutions, have a disconnect like that it doesn't usually last forever right but who knows i mean but you're right
3: they don't want to lose it because at that point they probably don't care if it's a rental or not because if look in the first five years the reality is i'm sure the majority of if there's going to be a default the majority of them probably happen earlier on in the term than later right so if you've been paying your mortgage for five years and th- with the amount of money they're still going to make based on the amortization schedule over the over the mortgage they just want to make sure you stick around even with low rates they're still making buckets of money on these things yeah
1: right? they are doing they're doing very well but yeah we you're 100% that's something we noticed years ago and we, it's funny cuz we would literally recommend to our clients say okay you know you're better if we send your deal as a refinance let's say and this here's where the conundrum happened some of the clients want to do a refinance so this was an interesting thing refinance means it's a new deal so now you have to kind of pay the premium again on the rental rate if you're going to that bank on the renewal they're offering the regular rate so we actually tried, we did a test one day we said to the client hey go back to that renewal person and tell them you want to refinance and see what they say if they come back with the same rate and believe it or not a lot of the banks some of the banks came back and said yeah refinance we'll keep the rate some of the banks came back and said, oh, no, if it's a refinance, what is it? Is it a rental? Is it," re-? And then they actually were repricing it. So I had some situations where client was only looking to take out like maybe 20, 30 grand. He wanted to like pay off a credit card. He was going to get a much different rate if we do it as a refinance. So he just says, you know, screw it. I'll stay on I'll just renew. Because I mean, he's doing the math over the time going, it's a large mortgage. I don't need to take out 30 grand and all of a sudden pay a 0.6 higher rate. So now you started getting into those discussions. This is, it's crazy where the mortgage industry is going because you have to, it's so different than when we all started. It seems so simple. Now it's just, it's disconnects all over the place, bottlenecks everywhere. So you're basically
0: falling through the cracks when you do the renewal. They're not figuring out that it's a rental property. They're offering you best rate because they don't have a clue.
2: They'll yeah. probably catch that over time. Yeah. Most people, that's the thing in our business for sure. Most people are looking to access money. So the renewal is, is a very simple conversation in terms of business for us because if they're not looking to access any money from the property, you're probably best to just renew with your existing Take lender. Take the best rate. Yeah, yeah. And just because you're just signing a piece of paper. I wonder
0: if you get a renewal and it's and you figure out that the rate they're offering you is the rental rate and not the primary place of ownership rate. I wonder if you just go back and say, hey. Bank down the street's offering me this. You know how you can kind of oh, just yeah. shop the rate a little sure. bit? If they'll immediately drop to the better I'd rate. I'd be
1: shocked if the bank didn't drop the rate because they really, I mean, you talk to anyone in the mortgage world on the banking side, they do not want to lose yeah. book losing a deal on a renewal is terrible yeah. For really them. yeah
0: it's awful because why they've just baked that into their revenue projections yep. that amortization schedule is baked yep. and in. they're all
1: fight they're only they the way it works is they all they all kind of think that is you know that renewal thing field they want to keep equal and they want to fight for the new business right so every and you're right to, to that point they they don't want to lose book they only attribute a certain amount of drip but then they assume they're getting more deals on new flow Right. But there's only a certain amount of drip allocated there. And if the drips bigger, that's a big problem. Right. So that's when you see all of a sudden a bank will come out and oh, wow, that bank who normally does not have the most aggressive rates just came out. Well, that's because they had too much drip. They got to increase the flow, get it back to normal, make the execs in the suits. Happy. It. So
0: that's what's going on. Yeah. Because huh. yeah, then
3: they have to report their earnings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: These so Republican trading yeah. companies, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, no, no, is, no, I get it. I yeah. knew there was a reason for doing some yep. promotions, but I didn't realize yeah, I they've saying. lost some of their book. Yep. Now they're trying to replenish it, so yep. they'll do go aggressive, try to win some business back. Yep. Huh. Yeah, That's
1: that's that's, and we see that it's 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 like clockwork, man. It's Why do crazy. you think
3: BMO is the first to strike? You often in the spring. With the 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 you, excuse- the, the, the because I, and, and they drop it pretty good to it, like j- just under what would be like a barrier to really get media attention, and it seems like they almost do that every year. Spring. Yeah, but in in the yeah, spring, out, right. and yeah. it's always them first, and the other banks must be like, oh God, here we go again. <laughs> you know, now what do, what do we do? Do we have to keep up or not? Well, I
2: think
1: their originations aren't the
2: greatest though. Yeah, for and I, BMO. I was going to say you have to remember too the advertising that they're trying to do. Those rates that they're promoting, they're not the investor rates. That oh are yeah, no, right? no, I know, they're, that, yeah, they're, I know they're, that. But they're just they're promoting to draw in. Usually insured rates are the ones, especially HSBC is known for that, right? They had that I think 0.99 One, or something. 0.99, or something? 0.99, that's right. Yeah. It was 0.99. yeah point nine nine oh, rate. That, that was this year's HSBC. Yeah, Insured. Right. So the idea, to Dave's point as well, but the 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 draw there as well is bring in new business and sell and sell yeah. them other products. That's what long term accounts. If it was you know? for retail,
1: mm-hmm. retail
3: mm-hmm. Customer, retail products as well, yeah. right? I think. So.
1: Listen, I think that some of these Canadian banks, there's some really smart people for that sure. are handcuffed, but they're given little, you know, a little leeway here to make a move. And I think if I'm BMO, I'm being realistic here. They're not super strong in originations, meaning they don't, you know. They're not really usually in the mix of like the top two or three choices um, just in terms of rate. Also, you know, there's there's some things to be desired there with BMO. I think most of us kind of that know all the banks kind of would say they're, you know, and I'm not trying to bank it, but, you know, but they're probably on the, the lower half of the tiers. Um So, yeah, that's, in my opinion, their originations are, are, you know, are generally not the best comparative. So why not come out in the the beginning of what's going to be the big housing market, you know, thing in the spring? And hit it off and make I get a big some splash.
3: The media coverage. I, I forgot though. I was thinking BMO regularly, which it was in the past, but you're right. This year it was HSBC though, was yeah. the first to strike with a 0.99%. Mm-hmm. That's yeah,
1: right. now they're fighting now. It seems like it's BMO and HSB are doing the spring fight now. Yeah. But <laughs> HSBC, it was interesting. Someone smart, there's someone smart over there. Because if you remember, everyone thought they were stupid last year when they were going crazy on fixed rate in December. And I think a lot of the mortgage pundits, the Twitter guys were all bashing them, saying, like, what a stupid time to put that out. Well, guess what, guys? December of 2020 was the biggest month of 2020. So someone over there is pretty bright because they figured it out. So, And the rest of everyone that's supposedly really smart thought it was a stupid move.
0: Okay, there was a bit of an election. The winning party is going to save us and bring us to a real estate perfection. What do you guys think of these policies? So I have a few of them up. A liberal government would introduce a tax-free first home savings account for young Canadians. And they also promise to make the first-time homebuyer incentive more flexible. So like we already had the first-time homebuyer incentive, and now they're introducing like another thing that where you can save up to forty thousand dollars towards your first home and withdraw it tax-free with no requirement to pay it. But we also already have a TFSA. So like They're just introducing like, it's, this is like the definition of re- regulation on top of regulation. So this is their first thing. You can save up to $40,000 towards your first home and withdraw it tax-free. I guess that's decent. I, I, I don't mind less taxes. And, and the promise to make the first-time homebuyer more, more flexible. So he give Canadians the option of a deferred mortgage loan as an alternative to the current shared equity model. Oh, that's where you can the government's taking an equity position in your home on some of the first time home incentives. So it's
3: more debt. You just have to repay it right away. Okay. So just to depend on the terms and the way they're doing it.
1: I think I can broadly say, I mean, anything that's going to help Canadians buy homes, especially young people is great. But as we all know in politics, you know, and just being in this mortgage business, there's so much, um, you know, Hey, we'll do this. We'll do this. And it, half the time never happens. Half the time it gets amended to some other weird thing. I mean, I can tell you guys that whole... Mortgage program that came out where the government would like put in money with you that, like, yeah, it did was anyone ever use an that? absolute well, we disaster? Didn't do, we didn't do didn't one-to-one one one deal. We did three pre approvals <laughs> three so it, sounded, it made a great headline three <laughs> yeah. With yeah, the well, amount of deals well, we yeah. do a year We did three pre approvals and we did no funded deals on that program We've never
2: funded a deal on that program. Yeah, so this is so we're a, talking uh, thousands, thousands of deals well, And you did, you did because three. the way that that program is designed now and the requirements to be eligible, the the price of the home that you're <laughs> yeah. qualifying for. It, this is the thing. All of these rules are great. They may work outside of Southern Ontario, but in Southern Ontario, you know w- what's a four hundred thousand dollar house? You know, going to get you right. It's and and not only that. To qualify for for a four or five hundred thousand dollar house, you got to be making more money than than the program would allow you to be making. So there's this sort of purgatory that you'd fall into where you don't have enough income to qualify but the program is there to help people who don't qualify but it
1: certainly looks great when they can it, say it, we launched it, this program yeah, and right. our government is are helping than Canadians. your other government you're
0: looking to you know it's just it's, by the way i don't think this is a bash directly on the liberals because every government just is pretty useless oh, when it sure. comes to real yeah, estate and but-
2: you we like Dave said. I mean, anything that that promotes home ownership is a great idea. Yep. I mean, there's certainly something needs to change. You know, because all of these first time home buyers are just being priced out now. You know,
0: I like this next one. They're going to create a home accelerator fund, which would make four billion dollars available to cities. According to the platform, the goal would be for cities to help create 100,000 new middle-class homes by 2024-2025. The nature of the fund is not clear, nor is it clear whether the $4 billion would consist of grants or loans. Luckily though, our government has four billion dollars saved up. Because at least, at least you mean I, they're not going to just print that no, money? No, no okay. I'm sure. Right, gotcha. I don't know for sure, guys. I'm pretty positive, <laughs> well, that but they saved up the four because they wouldn't just print. No, like you guys are probably going to think I'm crazy, but they wouldn't just print the four billion dollars, no, would they? No, no. no. Otherwise, okay, so they, they have qual- sa-
3: They couldn't qualify for a mortgage if they had yeah, that big like y- deficits yeah. and stuff. We right? couldn't
0: be like a triple A credit nation if we just printed another four billion. So no, that's cool. Not. I didn't realize the liberals were saving up four billion. Billion. The the beauty of this is that by printing four billion dollars to do this plan, they're just going to cause more inflation, which typically hits the housing market first, yep. which drives up property prices further yeah, yeah. and makes the problem worse. They're, this- so they're they're contributing. To to their, their, their own, own problem. Program. This yeah.
3: type of program does literally nothing. All it does is there's going to be some people that get some of these this money, and it makes some people, usually people that have you know some sort of relationship with with the party for some reason, they get some contracts, and it works out well for them, and it does nothing was, to fix the problem. And I was
2: just gonna say, let's we're all assuming that they're going to appropriately spend those yeah. funds. It's a lot yeah. of crap. Yeah, 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 That yeah. four
1: billion in real dollars, when <laughs> yeah. it gets down to the nitty gritty, is like four a billion dollars. really spent. It's like, four
0: dollars per yeah.
1: problem. <laughs> Yeah. Three billion goes
0: into someone else's pocket. you got so. first.
3: You got to do a study for five hundred million,
0: yep. right? Because yep. if you don't
3: do a study, you can't do anything yeah. in yeah. the government, yeah. right? So that's that's the first problem.
0: The study's going to take at least two years, yep. but they said they're going to build the homes for four years, so it's not going to leave a lot of time. I like this next one here. Um, I just skipped over the National Housing Co-Investment Fund because that's just straight up bullshit. From what I can see, the, they would include a multi-generational home renovation tax credit, so that's great. Nobody can find a contractor already. we're gonna give we're gonna give tax credits for home renovation projects so that's really gonna go that that actually people are gonna i I actually have all of them this one it, it says no further details are announced yeah. But this one, people are going to like because everyone's, gonna, everyone's been renovating their homes. Yeah. So if there's a tax
2: credit, people are going to like oh, that. Oh, and that's the, f- the future for a lot of people living is multifamily living, right? I mean, that's oh, 100%. Yeah, totally.
0: And this is, looks like specifically to add a secondary unit to their homes yeah. to allow a family member to live with them.
2: This one actually looks like good. Yeah, it just gives you back money, whether it helps you with a penalty or it helps you maybe with credit on some of the renos that you're doing. Great. That's, I mean, great. On so- paper. Sounds, it great. Sounds, it sounds great. But it's not awesome. going to solve. On paper, the that thing. sounds great. Yeah,
3: but it's, it, how much? And it's not going to solve the problem. Well, there's That's, no details. There's no yeah.
2: dollar
0: amount. There's no actual amount of tax credit. It's just there's going to be a home renovation tax credit for multi for adding secondary units. The liberals commit to developing an urban, rural, and northern indigenous housing strategy. Great. Yeah, okay, that's good. I mean, good. Like, I mean yeah. that's good. We need Absolutely. we need some planning. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's so great. do some planning. Well, that <laughs> is ben, great. Ben what it. the heck is like, that? We I mean. don't know what that means. Like, you don't already have a housing. <laughs> this is the authority you know what? I, that is doing this. What is the current I like it. current head of housing yeah. authority in Canada? What are they already doing? No, but just think of this. Just sitting Hold around on. at Tim Hortons. <laughs> hey, by the way. We got a new government.
2: We (laughs) got to do something here. You guys got to come in and we (laughs) We need a plan. (laughs) We got to do some planning. But this is the best.
3: So someone just said, okay, here, they they literally, they were at Tim Hortons. maybe actually, no, probably at the bar, right? Having a couple drinks. Like, All right, what are we going to say? And they came up with a few lines and Mm -hmm. that's it. It's just like a headline with nothing. It's like, like the
0: thing is, it didn't actually say they're actually going to have a plan. It says they're going to commit to developing yeah, a strategy, yeah, yeah. so they that means actually, we're going to talk about. Yeah. It. So they're committing to developing a yeah. strategy They're not actually going to develop the. Oh, strategy. so you know
3: what? They might then. They might keep this one. This they might. That this one might actually legit. get done. Yeah, that's going
0: to happen. Yeah. That they they will commit to. But you cons- know the
3: meeting to to commit to it. That's yes. that's at least going to be. A, <laughs> no, that's that's be a two million dollar. No, they all got to fly. More. They all yeah. going to fly somewhere <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, that's
0: at least a couple million bucks. I like how we're just like literally laughing at the our country's real estate platform.
2: This one's an interesting one. What's
0: this one? The liberals would introduce a home buyer's bill of rights. Yeah, it's the no more blind worth bidding. bidding.
2: Don't know. No more multi offers. Oh, blind oh. bidding. Yeah. No, okay. This one actually makes sense. No? Well, if you're man. the homeowner, do you want to disclose what your highest offer is or do you want someone to come in and yeah. bid on what you think yeah. the highest Okay, no, if I'm the not, buyer,
0: I like if it. If you're the seller, okay. Now, now yeah, we're destroying you,
2: what's called so, free so market. So just to, to rewind here, great.
0: blind bidding is when multiple offers come in, but the, when you're bidding to buy a property, you're not told- Holding offers, right? You're not told what the other offers are.
2: Yeah, you're told like, hey, on
0: There's d- like two other offers, but you might bid 100,000 over, No, but maybe you just have to bid- over and you would have been the highest price.
1: So let's intervene in the market, right?
0: Well, the blind bidding one has been a disaster. I get it. That that one has been a disaster. We've had some clients upset not really investors, because they're running the numbers. Like, yep. I'll pay this much, and the numbers work. But if they're buying for their primary place of residence, yeah. and they bid 100000 over, it is in their back of their mind, like, how bad did I get screwed there?
3: Well, yeah. And to be fair, there are, you know, in every industry, there's people that don't do things. On I the was up just going to say. And, and, yeah. and, and, you know, so it, it does. I get it. I think the problem with this that I have, with, and we can go through the rest, but with any of this, is this isn't under their jurisdiction at all. Right. This is These aren't federally mandated things right now. So now they have to you now further reach their hand into stuff. And I think we need the federal government in less flippant things, not yeah. more. So Because once they get their hands in it, it just becomes inefficient. It becomes slow to change. It just becomes crappier and crappier time. And it doesn't come out. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. So I'm not against some of these things. And, and you know we'll go through them. The problem is the way in which they're being done. It's no different than anything else that the, the government does. Once they get involved, they're Disaster. so inefficient. They're so crap at doing things. Yeah. And they'll screw it up. They'll do it the stupidest way possible.
1: Law. there we, is a really good one on there though like, like ensure lenders offer mortgage deferrals for up to six months in the event of job loss or major life event. Yeah. that's actually really cool like, i agree that's, that's
3: that's good but the oh, way in wow, yeah. which they're gonna do it is i i oh, promise totally, you yeah. it's the shittiest way yep. that you can do something is it's going to be done this way
0: can you not already go to the banks isn't this something we discovered during COVID? don't most of the banks already have something in place that if you go to them and just say hey i need three months of deferrals on my mortgage payment they'll do it for you
1: no they only did it for COVID, but the insurers for so if you do an insured mortgage like Genworth and CMHC do have those types of plans. Now they, you know, but remember it's the insurer.
0: So if you do have a high ratio mortgage in or or, or you know twenty percent down and it's insured, in the fine print of your paperwork, you might have the ability to defer payments. There is there is some definitely ability. Yeah. Okay, so that's payment. something we kind of didn't know before, and that seems good. This one, another one here is establish a legal right into to home inspections. Which are currently challenging it to do in hot markets? Okay, makes sense. Home
2: inspections and appraisals—that's the—that's yeah. one of the biggest things because we get that question every day, right? Can I go in firm? Can I go in? You ran my numbers, Dan. Can I go in firm? problem with that is no matter how much i run your numbers i can't clear the property until you have an accepted offer yeah.
0: and the bank could change what they want from the person that you're already working with so when, It's a disaster. when you've been
2: doing it this long man and and, and you you'd, you'd be amazed at the things that turn up in a house that you didn't know you know you, you know yeah. oh well everything's in order except there's but a there's small leak in the kitchen w- and yeah. it's pouring in well the bank may or not there's aluminum wiring that. and right. now they want an yeah. esa and
1: it has a 50 amp panel instead of 100 well, amp panel when
2: you're going in with again, going to the first point here, the multiple bids, you're going in a hundred grand over what the listing might be. What if the appraisal comes in short? Do you have the backup for the appraisal? So there's things... And you probably waived your home inspection because you're in a bidding and, war with 12 other And people. just so
0: everyone understands that if you bid $100,000, oh, if the list price is a million dollars and mm-hmm. you bid 1.1 1. 1 million, but if the appraisal comes in at 900000 mm-hmm. you and you get an 80% loan to value, it's against the 900000 Correct. You will then get that money, plus you'll have to come up with the missing $200,000. you got to come up with the difference. That's right. Yep. So, it's a disaster. So, Horrible. you have to
2: be prepared. So, we'll, 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 we'll run through someone's application and try to mitigate some of that risk. You know, if they have a large HELOC on another property, five, six hundred grand or something, they can offset the risk of the appraisal coming in low. You know, I can look at the listing and review it and see if there any flags on the listing, what's the zoning of it. Like, you can mitigate some of the risk, but.
3: But the, the, pro- the problem with all of these is it, it doesn't solve. Like, the, the, if we look at the, the hotter the housing markets in Canada, What's the what's the problem, right? There's the problem is just kind of Inventory, lack of supply. Yeah. None of this is great. This this is cool, but yeah, it, doesn't it doesn't solve, solve the affordability. Yeah. If if the problem is affordability, this does zero, zero. to solve the affordability. Right. Well, and how can, do you fix
1: affordability? Sorry, I cut you off there. But I mean, you, you got to. I, I think the government needs to be attacking supply. Yeah. You know what I mean, and then making it easier for builders. I mean, right now, the how hard it is to build subdivisions and oh, so it's wor- unreal. It, it gets worse
3: and worse like, every month that goes by yeah. to get so,
1: financing
2: on building a n- subdivision not
3: not even subdivisions guys thing. even to create second second units Ew. in homes it's which hard. which is increasing the affordable housing supply because those are what are considered yep. affordable housing units some municipalities Right. Or just, it's terrible. Like some are actually okay to work with. Some are terrible. And you're like, do you just not want these? Like we're trying, you know, there's someone there that's trying to provide housing in the community where housing is needed and you're making it impossible. I mean, not fire code, building code, like follow that stuff. That's it's way beyond this stuff. Like you can't get calls back. You can't get people out there. Like it's just a disaster.
1: Doesn't it scare you, though, that that is the most obvious thing to anyone in the real estate business right now in Canada is it's a supply issue? And doesn't it bother you that not like like there you just showed us nine points on this thing. And there was only one talking about that crazy cockamamie, four billion, know hundred thousand houses. Like, why can't we just break it down into one point? We're going to try to get as much supply. We're going to make it easier for builders, you know, and that way we can, you know, the government has made a mandate. They're going to let this many people into the country every year, but you are not caring about providing them with, with housing, right? Well, and then you're going to make it harder to, for people, organizations to make more housing.
3: So I'll tell, I'll tell you why. Here's my opinion is why, cause we, we first pulled up the housing shortage numbers, well, that was probably three years ago, it wasn't even a talking point yet in any political circles. And we were like, guys, there's, it's very obvious what's going on here. So if they go downtown and they want to try to build condos, there's there's a lot of people, in the more and more, depending on where they are, if there's not a bunch of other buildings already, people don't want those in in their area, mm-hmm. right? They don't want these tall buildings anymore. So there's that challenge. If they go out to these other um, communities that are a little bit further out, then they're they're taking away farmland, they're taking away. So there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure to not develop these areas yep. as well, and there's kind of pushback, environmental of pushback. Yeah. Actually, yep. you know what? I was surprised by Glen Abbey recently in Oakville they the developer i don't know if they're going to circle back they withdrew their application against the town of oakville actually stopped them from redeveloping Glen abbey i was i think it's great golf I, i'm wow. not sure if it's great golf or not but i read recently that they had withdrawn their application to the um they, they changed the name of the board whatever it was called The you know the, the municipal board the ontario municipal board or whatever they um yeah so they're not going to be developing that and i was surprised by that because that's a big area there would be a lot of money and, involved and what in did that.
0: they what was the reason why did they say
3: uh, I don't think they, they I don't oh, no. I don't know if they had specifically hassle. something for well there was a lot of pushback. Oakville had changed the laws, like there was the town had pushback and to be fair the residents in Glen Abbey there's some they have some there's some money there, so they use their resources to fight the builder a lot just imagine
0: the traffic coming out of Dorval like I don't think the city's built to take all those (laughs) houses down at Dorval and the QEW but listen so look at the main factors of, of real estate all the government's fault listen supply immigration rates and debt so supply the government doesn't help in building any sort of plan to new supply at the municipal level at the provincial level and at the federal level no good plans at any level immigration targets are constantly raised but There's no new supply ever planned. So supply, government doesn't work to fix. Immigration, the government puts in more people but has no new supply. Interest rates are held artificially low because we don't let any of our banks ever fail. There's so much debt. We have to buy more debt. We have to keep rates low. That drives the real estate market, makes prices go up, makes incredible demand for the real estate market because of the low rates and makes it unaffordable for the masses. And then on top of that, the government continues its debt spending. Which prints even more money, puts more inflation into the market, drives up prices further, and makes the problem bigger. Yep. So of all the factors that I can figure out that influence the real estate market, the government is at fault on each factor. And yet they're the ones coming in, <laughs> announcing that they're going to have this plan to fix the real estate market. Look, it's so backwards. It's, it's uh, completely backwards.
1: It's a comedy in most... Did if they, you're reading a book, it's this is you're supposed to laugh at this.
3: Yeah, or <laughs> well, it's maybe like I, Shakespeare. What's that like a tragedy? Yeah, right? yeah.
2: Did I miss the one where they uh, they talked about the capital gains? Did we? Did oh, I don't. We, you know, I one? don't think we got to that one yet. Okay, Hold so on. there's more. Yeah, okay.
0: I think there's more. Oh, oh yeah, because we there's so oh, many of these things. There's the platform. Uh, Go ahead. An Nick.
3: Assortment of measures aimed yeah. at curbing speculation. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Basically, Deterring there's rent. a
3: dartboard, and they're just going to try to. Yeah. See what's this one?
0: Deterring rent increases that fall outside of a normal change in rent. Well, in Ontario, we already kind of have that. The creation of an anti-flipping tax on residential yeah. properties, requiring properties to be held for at least 12 months. The banning of, so 12 months, so that's going to be there. There's un, the, it takes
3: 12 months once you move in to actually finish the project. The, anyway, the, so. the banning
0: of new foreign ownership of Canadian houses for the next two years. So I'm not going to ban it outright. are just going to ban it for two years. And the expansion of the upcoming tax on vacant housing owned by non-resident, non-Canadians to include Other
2: countries owned. do that, though. You know, like, why, the, the, wouldn't, why the, wouldn't we restrict that?
3: If you, oh, yeah. But, but the, the thing is, again, it goes back to the, the numbers. The impact this actually has on the housing market
2: is... Minimal. So, it's tiny. Yeah. Well, no, from right. what we see, so many... Well, no, if a family <laughs> wants to buy here
0: in Canada, they have a, 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 a son or daughter that they put to school here. Mm-hmm. They get then get legal status in the country. Yeah. That person then has legal status in Canada. I don't know how you guys view that person, but if they have status here in Canada, then they have bank accounts in Canada. They can pull in capital here. If they pull in enough capital, they won't even have to go to CBM Select to no. get a mortgage. Well, they can go buy a property. Daddy and mommy yeah. put the money in so, the bank So, now so and it they sounds good go to go. stop the foreign ownership, but we've yeah. like quadrupled or quintupled the amount of foreign students that we have in this country that have legal status here. So unless we talk to the universities to say, "Hey, you got to stop that," we still have foreign money flowing in here like crazy. Yeah,
3: it's the non permanent resident growth is is, is huge. It's and that's huge. What, so that that's yeah. It just doesn't just. But but the thing is, people make up their own minds of what the problems are and then the government addresses them even though they're not the real problems. Yeah. But, and, and they're happy to do it because because there's nothing here saying, okay, well, guys, to your point, we've screwed up supply, we've screwed up immigration rates, and our deficit spending, you know, is we can't do anything with the rates because of deficit spending. So I don't know, we can't really do anything about it. Do you know what I mean? They have they, they, People are talking, they're like, you know what, I'm really upset that... Uh, some guy, some foreign investor, he bought these two condo units next to me. I'm like, well, you know, he's foreign investor. Why should he buy two condo units? And, and the government's like, you know what? That's a good point. We'll address that point because that'll get your vote. We, it won't do anything, but it might get your vote. <laughs> Let's you think about it what I mean? too.
2: What's the... Uh, and isn't
3: that a little bit of discrimination? I know they're foreigners, <laughs> but I mean, in today's world, like, should you be, you know, is, if we call, call a spade a spade, isn't that like, sorry, you're not, you're not one of ours. You can't buy a property. Uh, what, yeah. huh?
2: what is forcing someone to own a house for an extra 12 months going to do? Or six months, let's say, because a rental, let's say, on a flip is going to take you six it's months. Gonna move,
3: it's going to move the tax, the income tax, the, uh, from the from the property what, from one year to the next. But, but also, <laughs> what
2: does it do to the value of the home?
3: Yeah, I, I mean, mean, short time you don't know, but yeah,
2: it might even go higher. You might go, even you know. go higher. That's the thing. So, like, what is that really doing to curb the, the
4: problem?
0: They did of- have the the first one was they are going to start a rent to own program, which is a little bit laughable that the country that kind of prides itself in having a big middle class is now basically admitting uh, you know what we're going to help you out because you can't buy in this country so we're going to st- They are really are going to do this right Good rent luck.
1: From- the banks hate rent-to-own. Yeah, uh, we unfortunately. Should know. So, We So uh so <laughs> as much as the liberals have a great plan here, uh, I think they need to learn uh, what we learned many, many, many many no, years no, ago. On. No, th- this
3: one is actually <laughs> excellent. Here's why. We've been doing rent-to-own programs on mass for yep. maybe longer than anyone yep. in the country, and if there's a billion dollars in loans and grants but available, the perp- well, I want I want some of that.
0: Okay,
3: this is a good we should we should dive into this one a little bit further.
0: But to be fair though, yeah, and the rent—the purpose of those rent-to-owns were for people who had bad credit but high income. The purpose of these rent-to-owns are for Canadians who just can't afford anymore. This no. is, so this you got to a good credit. Big, you just can't afford it. Yeah, you basically just can't afford a home. Just, okay, guys. Again, based, I got
1: to see how they run this well, by the banks. Yeah. So I mean, well, no, I, I,
0: based on
3: their CMHC program or CMHC, tech, think of how this, this program is structured it will be the worst rental oh program gosh. in history in canada yeah, guaranteed who's a doubt. Se- that's
2: the who's no. the sellers the sellers have to be willing to sell and no, that's the thing yeah, no canadians love to own real which estate banks they are don't love partner, to
0: sell it which banks are going to partner with them on that yeah. i was
1: gonna say don't the, yeah the, the smarter thing would say if they'd say we're going to the government says we're going to buy yeah. this many properties yeah. and put them on a rent Yes, down.
2: they'd like, have to be the yeah. buyers and the oh, sellers yeah.
0: honestly the one that i laughed at the hardest is sounding the best the commitment to making a strategy wow they're committed to making <laughs> a strategy the bl- Whether the, the strategy
2: works out is a different story. Ban- I have made a lot of commitments in my life. They,
0: they might have even
3: fulfilled that pro- that promise already. The yeah, election was only off. a couple of days the, ago. The,
2: the yeah.
0: ban on blind bidding does make sense. Legal home to inspe- legal right to home inspections makes sense. Ensures total transparency on history. I don't, know, I don't history agree of- with the
4: blind bidding.
2: I get oh, what you're man. saying you're because you're selling. Yeah, I'm yeah. the seller. Dan's it's free a free market. market guy, man. He's a free market guy. Can't you know? hate it. I get it. I maybe not have the, the, you know, you get realtors nowadays that just won't even accept offers, right? Like they'll just tell you don't even bother submitting it until X day. So, I mean, maybe you could curb the that and, you know you could make them have to present. I don't know if they have to or not. I think maybe they do have. Do you have they to They do. Yeah, if you, you get, get an do. offer, okay. you're,
3: I mean, I don't know if they all do, to be fair. Yeah. But you're 100%. If there's an offer, written offer submitted, you are supposed you to have to, to bring 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. So, but I get it. I do. It creates overselling. And the, I mean, look, that, that, can lead to issues on closing. That's where we've run into sometimes appraisal issues again. If it comes in low, people are going overvalued. Yeah, I don't, so.
1: I don't hate it for that. And that we'll have
2: less uh, appraisal price issues. Yeah. You know the process, how does that create more in, more inventory? No, does it, it doesn't happen?
3: fix the problem. Mm-hmm. The current process is Damn, is a stop little trying bit broken. Problems,
2: please. <laughs> okay, sorry, <laughs> So We're just implementing policies. We're not changing anything. We're just implementing things. Gotcha. But to
3: anyone trying to buy a house, I mean, the per- current process is a little bit broken because there's a lot of people that don't. You know they don't do it in good faith, yep. right? And there's not another offer. Yeah. And they're like, hey, sorry, make sure you bring your best. There's oh, I have three people calling me. Oh, oh it looks like they signed one. I think it's coming. So it's games. it's kind of yeah, it's it's, lots it's, of game. A, a oh, lot of that's God. a little bit too much. You it's know, a, so I get where you're coming. It gets from. to
0: be well from our side, what we see on it, it gets a little excessive for sure. For so, sure, you know
3: if there maybe maybe it's it's one, whatever point there was here that they're, they're going to release the details of all offers, and yeah. then maybe it's like yeah and that's the, my it's sure, total re- pre, total transparency and that yeah. stops people from being able to play those games so much. Yes. you yep. know maybe it's something like that because right now to
2: get the details that's of a good in between. You know, yeah, everything's public. Any offers are public. Yeah. so you know, I was gonna say they get,
1: they got to go after the schematic of somebody the wants setup a bit more as opposed ahead. to. The actual, like, you can fix this a little bit without imposing on free market. You just have to change the rules. Of You're right, because right up.
0: now, if they just release the date, because the buyer only is allowed to know there have been multiple offers, but they don't know the details. So if we're just allowed to release those details, they that have might to fi- fix them. They up.
3: actually have to file a request through the Real Estate, in Ontario, through the Real Estate Council of Ontario to get that paperwork so then the brokerage submits to Rico Rico submits to the other brokerage like no one goes through that process to get
0: it if, but if it was easier that might just well it keep stops a lot a of the fraudulent stuff that yeah. might, be, go- might yep. be going on I mean
1: the wheels you know, are turning in my brain though how many fake offers do you end up getting on there you know what I mean like they're real offers but they're like they're oh, like yeah. hey yeah. I need you you're my brother I need you to put it in. Yeah. An, you know what, yeah. what I mean Or like which yeah. will
3: happen but less, <laughs> less people will go to that much work sure. to default the system yeah. and if you get caught doing that then there's a, a real paper trail of you yeah, d- doing something fraudulent and that that could get you yeah. know like becomes a problem
0: right this one require real estate agents to disclose to all participants in a transaction when they are involved in both sides of a potential sale that one's
2: weird we, don't they we, do that already do that. in ontario i don't yeah, know maybe not all ontario. problems have know. to do that
0: all right so i don't know <laughs> in you're the
2: selling agent you're like no no i don't know the buyers yeah. <laughs> 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 i don't know but you are <laughs>
0: Who's the buyer? I have no idea. Yeah, Isn't this your him. name right here? <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, uh, oops. I <laughs> guess I should have disclosed you that. You noticed that? <laughs> you know, technically I'm not supposed yeah, to wait, disclose wait. that. You guys read these offers? Yeah. I only
0: look at the number. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so anyway, there is some of the federal election. I like plasma. the shot.
2: I mean, look, you got it, it's, something's got to give, right? You know, these first-time homebuyers, the youth, they're getting priced out, and they're getting priced out quickly, especially yeah. where, where we are Yeah,
0: I, I just have this weird bias. You guys probably know this of me, is that if you don't fix the money, you can't fix yep. this problem. And you have to stop the spending, and to do that, you need honest money, not money that you print. You know, so it's just wrong. But you can't anyway. keep
3: rates at negative. What do you think rates, real rates are? Because they're saying inflation is what five percent, and so rates, real are, rates are at, if rates are, 2%, rates are at two percent, are, -3. Yeah. So are neg- that, negative right? three. Yeah. So rates are negative three. If if their inflation number at five percent is accurate, which it's hard to think that that's really accurate, because I mean, just look at gas, real estate, and food, food over yeah. the last mm-hmm. year. It's not. It's been more than, 5%, more than five percent. Oh yeah. But if it is accurate based on their numbers, yeah, they're already negative.
1: I remember hearing it was. I don't even remember what it was. It was like someone was saying, like, look, if you just take out these things, it's not. There's really not yeah. much inflation. It's like, wait, those it's are the like the most voice. important things. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, how you can't just take that out? Yeah, that makes Yeah, fuel, no sense. food,
3: and housing. Like, so you need <laughs> heat, housing, yeah. and food. Yeah, yeah, all the things that, you know. Yeah,
2: but take those out. Yeah, yeah take them out. <laughs> the Bank of Canada. But t-shirts and
3: flip-flops, they're <laughs> yeah. like, they've definitely gone down, you
0: know what I mean? The Bank of Canada changed their example on their website because they, they use a substitution model for calculating inflation. So they're like, you know, if, if coffee's expensive, the consumer will obviously choose tea.
4: Yeah. And tea
0: is less, so oh, we right. include that in the basket and not coffee. And I'm always like, no, but like, let's say you really want a coffee, like yeah. you know, how are you guys? If I wanted, and and before the example they used was like steak and chicken. So like, if the consumer sees that steak prices are higher, they will obviously buy chicken instead. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, like let's say you really want a steak, yeah, you know. So this whole substitution model they use for calculating the inflation thing is just like complete garbage. Yeah,
2: it doesn't it's broken. Yeah, it's a broken system.
0: Broken. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we've concluded and fixed nothing in this conversation.
2: <laughs> yeah, no,
4: we just talked, no. just like the, we, we just talked about. <laughs> we've it. done yeah.
2: we've committed to we, discussing. We committed we to discussing it, and that's it. Let's, we've done our Maybe part. this is
3: part of the reason that I think it was the lowest turnout ever, and this is the the least amount of votes the the prime minister, like the whoever won, the least amount, the least percentage of votes they've ever gotten. For real? Yeah, in history. The the one before I was just reading was Harper, like it was considered really low, like thirty six percent. They're like, oh, no one likes this guy. Trudeau's at thirty two percent. Just think 32% of the vote in the country and, and you win. Yeah. If something's not slightly wrong, like even in the States, you know, they say someone doesn't win the popular vote when it was like Trump or Biden or whatever. Yep. But they got like, you know, 48% or 49.6%. You know, like yep. they, were, they were close. Like yep. this is like 32%. Yeah. That's low, if man. Like that people easy. don't like you. No, that <laughs>
0: if it's isn't. that easy to win, I'm starting to think we need to pick someone. Like Dan, I'm looking at you. Hey, I think man. it's Dan too. Look at the smile. I got the sympathy <laughs> vote with my yeah, back. Yeah, you got the back. <laughs> yep. We can use our our marketing powers together. To yeah. to get you into and who, who's, who's
1: gonna to do all the you, mortgages? For just say day. that you're gonna build lots of houses. Just say I'm building yeah. lots of houses.
0: Well come you know what? We should come up with the platform and it'll just be like, yeah. <laughs> it'll be the existing platform they had, just like ramped up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Instead I'm, of
2: committing four billion, we will commit eight. Yeah. yeah. I'll, we'll commit to discussing building more housing. Absolutely. One hundred percent.
3: I'll commit to discussing that. And
0: fixing the supply
2: problem. Uh, sorry, the demand, <laughs> the demand problem. Demand I'll, I'll fix everything. I will <laughs> ban foreign
0: ownership for two and a half years. Yeah, Listen, why don't we just like do they'll... this?
1: There's four things on there. It's four guys in here. I'll take oh, rates. Dude, <laughs> Tom, you got debts. You got debt. You got uh, deficit. I got debt. and. What do you, is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do, Nick, you're good supply. at. I'll yeah, take you supply. take supply. Yeah, Nick takes supply. He'll just come in there and just muscle his way in. It's perfect. <laughs> There's I no mean.
3: contractors to build right now, yeah. but we'll figure something out. Why
1: don't we run as just like a four person party? Like, like, like we'll just, like, four people, all dual prime minister. Like, would we'll just it's a shared it, thing. it's funny yeah okay let's
0: do it and I, it's funny that we need contractors and we're apparently really good at immigration mm-hmm. but i guess yep. we don't like connect the dots no. and say like hey if listen, you're, skilled, if you're skilled, trained, skilled labor electrical plumber anywhere in the world we'll just like ramp up your forget that approach instead we'll just use the current model yeah i was thinking someone else was saying like you know how um that we have a shortage of nurses or we're going to have a shortage of nurses if they mandate the vaccines and nurses are leaving whatever's going on that's going to you know, we're good at immigration. Do you think it would be a good idea to just say, hey, if you're a nurse, yep. we'll just like bump you to the front of the line and welcome into Canada. I'm sure a whole bunch of Canadians who are nurses probably don't like me saying that. I'm just throwing that out as a hypothetical. Wouldn't that be like a smart idea if we were in a shortfall of something? No. Yep. No, that's definitely, <laughs> no. <laughs> definitely bad.
1: Well, you know what the crazy part is, is like, you know, you got, we've all seen it. Like I know all of us have friends that own restaurants, bars. Um, they since being allowed to open their business again, have had an absolute just rough time hiring oh, yeah. staff, right? Not and, just them, a lot a, well, a lot, of lot, Yeah, and a lot of businesses. Yeah, yeah. You know, the government always talks about doing, you know, putting money here, putting money there. I mean, why not? And, and by the way, giving these people money to now just not go back to their job and sit at home. Why not? You know, hey, I can give you money, but like you have to go to like you have to go to a home, uh, you know, building course or something like that, and make them actually do something for the money that's going to actually help things that our country needs in the future. Yeah, it's not going to help tomorrow. It's not going to help a year from now, two years from now. But like this isn't gonna be a one or two year problem. Like we're creating like 10 and 20 year problems. Why not attack it? But that's the thing. That's that's not gonna get immediate results. So no one will do that. But you know, I look at you guys and I look at Dan and I, and I you know, I look at how we built our businesses. I mean, we're approaching two decades now. It's like not once ever was I not in it for the long game. You know what I mean? So I think you just need a bunch of different mindset to be like, hey, this is a problem. It's not gonna fix itself anytime soon. Let's create now an idealism where we're going to look at the long game and let's really make a move and really try to do something crazy. But that's just never going to happen the way that the system is set up, unfortunately. But that's like if I was if if, if I had a, if I had a way to do this, that's I would look at you doing something like that. Because the amount of money that we're wasting giving to these people, uh, these workers, and, and them not wanting to go back to their job, I, I don't fault them for anything, you know. But I think it's on the government now to look at that as an issue and figure out how can we fix that. How can we get them back to work? Let's put them in things that the country's going to actually need badly. You know, not just now, but five, 10, 15, 20 years from now. Anyways, that's my, that's it. But I am not running. So
0: it's, it's like our democratic four-year election cycle just doesn't even allow for it because that's the right thing to do. Yeah. It's, but everybody's just, they're just focused on like, well, what he called an election this time after two years no, like there's never this long-term, Hey, I'm just going to do what's right for the long-term. Even if I'm only in for four years, I'll set the foundation where we can kind of grow from here. Politics think is you, nasty. Do
3: you yeah. think you could ever get elected with that? Because there's there's hard things that have to be done to fix it, and I don't think you can. The way the system's mm-hmm. set up, I don't think you could. You no, oh, it's
1: got to be all short-term
4: solutions. Anyone yeah. could
3: ever win because because as us as a society, most people they won't their time horizon is short-term for everything. Mm-hmm. They won't sacrifice anything for the long term. You know, no, and you're and, right. And like if you look at inv- savings numbers and investment numbers and um you look at lifestyle like you look at just like even in canada i mean america is worse but you just look at like obesity levels are, are, are yep. increasing in canada and stuff because no one's willing to make short-term sacrifices for the long, a long-term benefit so yep. i'm just not sure you can ever run on that anyone and ever get elected
0: and because of that it's it's i guess like democracy the way it is doesn't really work it's broken yeah and, and Do, but it, you know what i mean like but it it's like we have democracy and everybody cheers it it's like yeah we live in a democracy but like the results we get from the democracy are like the madness of crowds
2: and the more yeah. government interference the less of a democracy yeah. we live in yeah, yeah definitely
3: i'm definitely like more and more i'm just like this this government overreach and the size of the government is just ridiculous so yeah. I, i'm definitely on the side of smaller yeah. government but it goes back to this this deficit spending Right. That fixes everything because if the government, if you had to say, okay, look, you got to either balance your books or so you, you can only spend as much as you bring in, or you can kind of sway by 10%, let's say, you know, so a little bit of leeway for very important projects that come up that causes them to make
0: responsible yeah, decisions. That actually
1: fixes oh, a bunch of the problems oh, on yeah. that. Yeah.
0: Or if they don't have the money beyond that 10%, whatever you're saying, they would then have to go to the, to the people and tax and yep, for yeah. that, you would have to have then good reason yeah. and say, hey, listen, we have to increase our taxes because we need five new hospitals. And you better believe that money's going to the hospitals because I'm about to increase your tax. You guys are going to like have my head if I don't build the five hospitals with your tax dollars. But instead, what we do is don't raise the tax. I can spend more than I want. I'll just print this money, yeah, lower- give it to my preferred contractors. Maybe a hospital will be built.
4: And we'll lower <laughs> yeah.
3: we'll lower rates. Maybe. we'll lower rates so our, our our budget looks good, and it looks like we can afford it because we've lowered rates. so like someone like Trudeau gets out there and he's like, you know, he's like, oh, well, now's the time to do this because rates are so low. I'm like dude like that doesn't make that's stupid
0: so <laughs> so know? the democracy the way it is 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 completely broken, and then capitalism, this is another thing that bothers me, I think, in the media when you hear that like capitalism doesn't work. We don't have capitalism. when you save the banks the way we did in two thousand and eight, that to me capitalism is you up and down you save capital like you save your money Money. first of all you have to work to produce value to an economy to get capital and then if you're a good saver you save capital then you put your capital at risk in a new venture like a business and if you're a good risk taker you earn a profit or you lose your capital that's what capitalism is. take a bad
1: risk risk. now you can't take a bad risk it's your risk risk but when
0: the banks they're You know, I I know you guys are in the mortgage world. I don't know what I I want want to say and don't. I know what I want to say. What I want to say is that when the banks don't have to have good risk assessment Mm -hmm. because they know they're going to be saved out. We don't have to talk about Canada. Let's look at the U.S. When that just changes everything because then they can just loan out money to do all frivolous things. They know if the loans go bad. Yeah, they're going to get safe, Which, So risk analysis goes risk, out the window. Risk yeah. is gone, and when yeah. risk is gone, gone, you got so a we, big problem. We are not
3: in capitalism.
0: Like, yeah. We but are the no of, longer. But in the
3: capital. root of that is deficit spending because they couldn't do that if it uh, wasn't for the yeah deficit absolutely. Spending
0: That's too, right? the root of it. The, the, fixing the money, fixing the world. The whole Bitcoin yeah. message. I know. I'm, i know. I see. It, look, it took me long <laughs> to get into Bitcoin, but but the but the, the idea that you fix the money, you fix the world. There is truth to it, because yeah. right now we just print away. There but, will but be the,
1: there will be major damage though upon the, yeah, of like that's oh, no. and I think that's what everybody says. Of course, yeah. Of course. So doesn't,
3: yes. but, like and, and this is what no one knows, right? But doesn't the day come like doesn't it eventually and I don't know if it's ten years, twenty hundred years, thousand years. I I don't know, but doesn't the day have to come where it has to get fixed? Because we can't keep going like sooner or later we can't keep going go, going down this path. Maybe we can. I just in my head I try to figure it out, and I'm like, well, yeah, sooner or later this this explodes somehow. Like, there's just I can't figure it out. How it's like what we going? discussed
0: earlier today. In the 1920s, it was the Roaring Twenties, cheer, 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 and then October 1929 comes, and boom, game over. Mm-hmm. Next 15 years, disaster. Well, it was,
1: Great Depression, World War II. I was literally about to say, like, the only way is to is, is you have to almost crash. All the yeah. markets. When you you know, so it needs to be manipulated. All the markets need to crash, get it to the point where we all believe it should, as opposed to where it is now, and then start over. But again, people will get decimated. Yeah. But I'm so, you know, so that's
0: not gonna come freely by any
1: means. But I mean it did in it did in nineteen twenty nine. You know what I mean? It's that was actually a, that was free market doing its thing and free on the way up and free market doing its thing on the yeah. way down and yeah uh, it's pain
3: there's pain now there's
1: no more free market on the way down it seems like even like you look at the u.s stock market and you know everything. It's like it's a perfect line it's literally it's literally like the up it's like a a, just an infinite uptrend And, and every time every time there is a dip powell is you know powell intervenes and then it's 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 by the dip and like it is crazy to me to think that like people young kids these days like in the states like like we didn't know what buy the dip meant, but like now it's literally now it's an acronym, B-T-D, buy the dip. Like, and kids are walking around like, yeah, buy the dip. Like you guys don't even know what you're talking about, but yet you're saying buy the dip. It's just crazy to me that... That's where things. And are. And you're right saying
0: now. that because they, everyone seems to think that if a dip happens, it's just going to get corrected. Yeah, yeah. Why would you? Why would you not? Why buy
1: not the dip? buy the dip? Because everything goes yeah. up. Nothing goes. There's you look, and it, these kids are looking at charts of like you know going. Yeah, everything. When it does go down, it just goes back up. So buy the dip. Like it's to me, it's. It's the thing is so crazy. I laugh at it. Like, I, I mean, I have nothing to do other than laugh at it because it's sad. It's it's so it's either cry or laugh, but I don't know how it gets fixed. But to all of our points, the only way you don't end up, I think, in like a Bitcoin type situation, new currency is you got to crash everything. And. You know, no one wants 1929. No, no one wins elections
3: Some, on that. Some nobody
1: wins. <laughs> yeah. no.
0: Hello, my platform my is... My platform is
1: I'm going to crash every market and we'll start over. Cool, and it'll my be name for the Tom, good of
0: And my plan is to crash all the markets
2: and decimate your savings. <laughs> they just destroy your real yeah. estate values. Yeah,
1: it doesn't line up with, politic, <laughs> with politics. That's that's definitely for sure. No,
2: they're just, there's a, such a massive swing of not just the, the money being spent, but the, the money that's owned by the people, it's shifting from the people who maybe have less or want to get into the market to the people that have all of the money. So if the cost of goods continues to go up, only one can afford that. You know what I'm saying? So it, it really is. It's History scary. Repeats, to man, let it's them so, eat yeah.
0: cake. Let them <laughs> eat cake is the, the, the upper class looking at the lower class saying, hey, man, you don't got it so bad. But, but then... I mean, what, wasn't Anthony Antoinette, someone's going to roast me for this one. Is Mar- Marinette. Marinette. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> I Is, is, is that is Marie anyway, Antoinette. Was, yeah, thank you. She was uh, beheaded. So, I mean, uh, yeah.
1: There's I think a we're closer a- to Elysium than we are anything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hunger Games. crazy, man. Yeah.
3: There was, a, I used to, yeah, there was a, some sci-fi show. Was it the 13 or something? It was on Netflix. Anyways, these guys get sh- sh- sent down. And then later in later seasons, it's like there's a bunch of people that all together, they say yes for, for the good of mankind, for the good. And they all just repeat that thing. And mm-hmm. it's weird because like you either go in this direction or you're yep. like on your own and everyone, it just goes into kind of chaos, right?
0: Yeah. We do feel like we're getting pulled in many directions, man, with everything going on in the world. Like you're either for more affordable housing or you're not, you know, you're either for health measures that are safer for the entire population or you're not. You're either for the Leafs or you're not. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you are pulling different. Plans. You
3: either think Mahomes can throw a football yeah, yeah. or he's terrible.
0: Well, good. you think that good. I have no you time know for you. As good, as good as Mahomes is, when I watch him play, I think I can be a quarterback because when I see him throw, yeah, I feel no like he just does, he does this. Easy. I feel like he's just taking the ball and just going like this.
2: Yeah, well, he's and he's lobbing the ball. He is the best. He's the greatest. He friend. makes it look crazy. He does. He does. Tom Tom's a recent football fan, so he's amazed at seeing Patrick oh, Well, Ball. I mean, I was on the bandwagon. The Bills bandwagon. But I was
0: on the bandwagon in yeah. the 90s. Oh, where when you? Yeah. When Thurman Thomas couldn't find his helmet, okay. I think I just walked away from the TV saying, okay. this, this team's never going to win. Do you guys know that moment where he couldn't find his helmet on their like, third Super Bowl or whenever it was? Yeah. Jim Kelly, I was fully on the bandwagon. And then I just left it, said never to return. Mm. And then I saw Josh Allen... 3 years ago stiff arm that defensive back. Yep. I think he mm-hmm. stiff armed somebody, ran over him and yeah. I was just casually in, watching yep. and I like I like this guy. I'm back on.
2: Yeah, they do so. a great job promoting it. They've really changed the rules and it's just such an exciting game now. That in basketball is so like I love hockey, don't get me wrong, but watching a hockey game is so much less exciting to me than yeah. basketball or football, you know. And I know they've tried to change the game but I don't
3: know. You know what would be exciting if we could drive across the border to Buffalo to go see a game sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that'd and be yeah. nice.
2: They Look. just deleted it
3: again. You know, someone on our team open will... it with the, with the flights so I don't it'll know. Be open for November. Can just... we drive
0: to the border and walk across? No. The no so listen, no, but to you the... can
3: take a helicopter. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. You can't can take a helicopter over.
3: Yeah, That's what true. is it? Oh. Fifteen hundred bucks, I think. I don't know. Fifteen hundred. Somebody you can fly on our over. team oh, okay. who is, is a Bills fan. the city coming up?
2: Not this year. Oh, that would be great. We should do it. And take a helicopter too. It would be a
3: blast just to take a helicopter. We're
2: doing it. When Casey's in Buffalo, we're getting Someone on
0: our team who is a Bills fan last Sunday drove to the Canadian border. And we told him. We're like, (laughs) the border's closed. The border's closed. He drove to the border and he took a picture and texted to us saying, I'm going in. Well, he was in in Niagara. And and, and guess what time he tried to cross. Yeah, he tried to cross at like 1230 a.m. And he crosses over not into idea. the U.S. So he goes over the bridge. That's the crazy part. Like, I, I figured from the Canadian side it was closed. But he gets over the bridge. The customs officer says, why are you here at 1230 a.m.? He goes, I'm a Bills fan. I'm trying to get to the Bills game. The guy's like, the game's not for like 12 hours. because yeah, I'm just coming early. I'm going to go hotel. And the guy was actually sympathetic to him. He said, oh, you know what? I guess we can make exceptions. He, he said that. Let him in? And, well, he said, park over there. I'll go talk to my supervisor. He goes and parks at the side. He starts getting out of his car. The supervisor runs out of, I guess, the building going, get back in your car, get back in your car. No, what we found out is the moment you step out onto foreign soil, the supervisor knew he was sending him back to Canada. But because he stepped out of his car, he technically should quarantine. Back in oh, Canada. Boy. But because he took one step out, they put him back in Canada See, I and don't said think, okay.
3: I don't think he cared because I don't think the supervisor cared that he was gonna have to quarantine no? back there. I think it's to Dave's point. You don't he, go there and get out of your car because then you can just take off in the middle <laughs> of the night, right? They don't want that. So yeah. I, I think it's more of that well, than anything. They're
1: pretty serious on those borders, man.
3: Oh yeah, they don't mess around when it comes to no. that. Oh, park there, get out of the car, and just start walking around <laughs> the area. Yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. No. I'm here.
1: No. <laughs> I don't think Someone. the guy was
3: like, Hey, I was just trying to save you from going back when you get to get quarantined when you go back. Yeah. Maybe he was. But I don't. I don't know.
1: I My met guess some of is of those no. Guys, they some of them seem like they really like that power. I'm just saying, some of them really. No, like... Tom used to really be one, one of those guys. I was a
3: student customs
1: officer.
2: Were you really? Oh, yeah, That's and he amazing. liked
3: that power too. Who'd you send? It? Oh, well, you probably. Sure. I love that yeah, show, yeah. Border, border Patrol. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was one of those guys. Let's just say there's one. Well, there's some. There's one particular hockey player that got sent
0: in. Yeah, let's leave that off. We don't have to say names but yeah did you let him in or didn't you let him in yeah no he got in he played his game whether he should have or shouldn't have is a different story (laughs) but uh yeah 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 I also uh yeah I got to like CSIS would come up and show you pictures of people and say hey if this guy's on the flight or this you know woman's on the flight try to identify them to us the drug dogs would be around and they would have like a ball of like back then it was like hash they would put in like a tennis ball and they're like hey put this in your pocket and those drug dogs were good they would sniff that stuff out and they would all come out on the flights, usually from like the usual suspect kind of places. Yeah. And then you would have flights from like Orlando. When it was always families coming in, and the families were so honest, they were all declaring stuff like, "I'm one, bo- I have half a bottle too much alcohol, and three Mickey Mouse dolls." They put me over, and the, everyone's just like, "Get, just go, yeah. go get out of here. It's two a.m. Yeah. Your flight's like, yeah. Go home, please. Just Get out of the customs hall." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were probably the smugglers too. Eh? Yeah. They probably, probably. Hired a, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Yeah. were probably the That's ones. Who you're, <laughs> like, you're like, with "Get out of here, kids, family!" Three yeah. Mickey Mouse dolls. And bottom of with coke the bottom of the, over, uh, the, bottom then, of the uh, strollers is uh, laced with coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah outsmarted us yeah those Disney families yeah <laughs> oh geez anyway alright so uh, guys um, if someone wants to reach out to you guys to, for a mortgage for, for their first home or who do, who do you work with who, who is your clientele
1: we we mainly work with real estate investors um, that are looking really to get a different experience than at their bank. We're we're looking. We, we like to consider ourselves not less not necessarily mortgage agents. We're mortgage planners. Um, with the clientele that we're working with, we really need to know the ins and outs of every lender out there. Uh, we need to position you in a, you know where you can get the most purchasing power possible. We're also we also are firm believers that real estate investors do need a lot of guidance. And I always ake it back to an analogy i use which is um we like to consider ourselves more of like the professional sports agent um our real estate our real estate uh investors are just the professional athletes and the banks are just the teams and if you kind of look at it like that you know a, a, an athlete is good at what they do um but they're not good at you know signing the contract or getting their endorsement contracts and they have someone someone who specializes in doing it for for them that's what we do. Um, you know, now doesn't mean we don't work with first time buyers, we love first time buyers, we love anyone that needs a mortgage but for the most part, we you know, our niche in this market would be working with real estate investors and providing them with
2: what we think is a different uh, experience than that they would get elsewhere. Um, to contact us... Um, info at BM Select, our company's BM Select, uh, like Dave said, mostly investors, but we work with clients of all kinds. Info, oh.
1: all kinds. info oh. at bmselect.ca. Like yeah. I was yeah. going to C- say there's yeah. a dot. There is a dot yeah. in there somewhere. Sorry, hey, hey, he's not that. a tech guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> a sales guy, man. Come on, <laughs> leave him alone. 20 years of mortgages. <laughs> and, you know, yeah.
4: He's yeah. just started using email. Yeah.
0: So info at bm. BMselect.ca. You got yep. it. And yep. you guys are currently the number one mortgage team in Canada. Is that fair? Do I say that, that, that or that, no? That is there fair. Is,
1: there is, a, there is a, a independent publication that um, every mortgage broker at the end of the year can send their data to this publication. And they will then take that data and they will compile a list of the top 75 mortgage brokers in Canada. And uh, we've been lucky enough to be number one for the last four years in a row. So
0: and you guys have been for years been helping out rockstar investors you know buy properties love refinance homes so i just want to say thank you for everything you guys are doing i know this business is absolutely crazy and difficult Duh. so thank you it's been we a fun it. ride with you guys yeah, man it's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. This has been awesome,
2: awesome. Thank yeah thank you
0: that's it guys thanks appreciate it hey everyone it's tom crads again hopefully you enjoyed that chat with dave butler and dan patton you can learn more about them at bmselect.ca And if you want to track some of our YouTube videos, you can do that by visiting our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle, hit the subscribe button and you'll get notices of all of those things. And that is at youtube.com forward slash rockstar inner circle. That's it for this episode until next time, your life, your terms.